You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. I can't believe that this is already episode 15. I have really enjoyed being with you guys week after week and just talking about the real, the things that we need to do to make sure that we are successful and to make sure that we are living a life of purpose. So I want to thank you and everybody in all 24 countries who are listening to the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast for listening. We are so glad that you're here with us. Today on this week's episode of the podcast, we have Miss Felicia T. Simpson. Felicia is a native of Chicago, Illinois, and currently living out her dreams as a full-time lifestyle blogger, influencer, consultant, and freelance writer in New Orleans, Louisiana. She has a Bachelor's of Science degree in Criminal Justice Administration. She's the mother of three beautiful children, and with her life experiences, she inspires and empowers the lives of women through her weekly blog post, social media content, and now seasonally through her Fearless magazine, in which she is the editor Chief. Felicia loves anything denim and reading tons of books. She started out blogging in 2010 to help raise awareness about domestic violence because at the time she was a recent survivor. Since then, her blogs has evolved into writing about more topics about her life, beauty, career, food, relationships, her natural hair journey, entertainment news, book reviews, and anything else in life that motivates her to write, which is her motto. Let's welcome Miss Felicia Simpson. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. I'm so excited today because in the guest chair, we have with us Miss Felicia Simpson. And you've already heard about who she is from her bio, and I hope you've gone quickly and you followed her, you've jumped on her blog, but we have her here today, and we're really going to get talk about her story and how she made it through. So welcome, Felicia. We're so glad you're here with us. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So as the listeners heard your beautiful bio, but I want you to give us something that something about yourself that wasn't in the bio, something funny, something that you love to do. Let us know a little bit about who Felicia Simpson is. Something fun for me to do. I really love reading. If I could just stay in like an igloo and read, I would do that all day long other than sleep. I love sleeping. <laughs> and then after sleep, I like reading and then I can go back to sleep again. And I don't think people really know that. I think they think because of the blog and the things that I do, I think they think that, you know, I live this almost maybe glamorous life or, you know, this fun outgoing life, but I'm really an introvert. I'm very shy and I really just love, you know, 
staying indoors and just doing simple things. I I that I understand that. I am a homebody myself, so the more time home, just kind of relaxing and kicking it, watching movies, that, that's what makes me happy. So I get it. Staying at home, bundling up with a good book, that is, um, that's something that resonates with me. And I know that I have a few introvert listeners who know who you are, who that resonates with them as well. Hashtag team introverts. <laughs> <laughs> team introverts. I love it. So what I want you um, to tell us now is give us a little bit about your journey. How did you get started? How did you find your purpose in blogging and now creating this magazine? Give us a little bit of your background. So my background comes from being a victim of domestic violence. And in that relationship, I pretty much lost myself. I had low self-esteem. Um, I was disconnected from my family and my friends. I was I spent a lot of years being isolated. Um, I endured physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, financial abuse, even down to spiritual abuse. Mm. And so all of that um, led me in a pretty rock bottom place. I've relocated from Chicago, Illinois, where I'm from. I had to move to Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin with families who I really didn't even know. I knew of, but I really didn't know. And it was just due to emergency. I was beaten really bad. And my family, my parents, and uh, my sister was really just trying to, you know, get me out of there. And of course, with victims, you know, the family wants what's best for you, but we don't always want that. And Mm -hmm. so they, you know, moved me away and I would just spend time writing. I've always had a passion for writing and storytelling, even, you know, going back to a little girl writing in diaries, making up stories to write in my diary. And so I can honestly say that my purpose was there all along. Mm -hmm. It just took a traumatic situation to bring it out and for me to recognize it. And so I was looking for a job after I left the marriage, of course, and I was just on a path of rediscovering myself. And so I couldn't get a job. Nobody was hiring. And I got a call back to volunteer at a shelter. But the requirements were you had to attend the Illinois 40-hour domestic violence training. And that's why I became educated on domestic violence. I didn't even know that I was in a domestic violence situation. I had never heard of that, the, those words before. Wow. And so um, with all of the knowledge that I gained, someone said, oh, you should write a blog. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's like, oh, you, you know, you should tell your story. You should educate people. And that was back in 2000, I believe, 11, when blogging first, you know, became mm. a thing. If we went back to my early blog um, on Blogspot, that's where I began. <laughs> hideous, girl, hideous. Um, I understand. That first draft is never right. <laughs> And so, you know, it was just all about domestic violence. Any way that I could raise awareness, I shared other women's personal stories, my own, and I just blogged. I, there was no schedule. There was no, you know, Instagram to share, you know, this wealth of knowledge. It was just with the community that I had on Facebook. With that community, we opened up so much dialogue. And so I grew on from writing blogs to venturing out and telling stories and plays about domestic violence. And, and writing books about it and, you know, any media outlet that I could share stories about it, that's what I did. I can't tell you today that 
all of those outlets were, you know, my best work. I can't tell you. <laughs> um, what you see now definitely is from years of, you know, just keep at it and, you know, just learning more and being an advocate, a lifelong, I call myself a lifetime advocate of domestic violence because, yes, I have transitioned from always talking about domestic violence, but I'll never not be in the fight to end it. Wow, what a journey. Yes. What a journey. <laughs> and what I love about what you said, it's that writing had been in you all along. And it just took the situation, the experience that you went through, the sort of the, the crushing or the, the pressure to bring out the beautiful oil, which we see now, to bring out who, who the woman who is helping many women not only get through domestic violence, but also just to be motivated, inspired, encouraged just from her blog and now her magazine. Like to me, you guys, Felicia's on the way to being Oprah. If you ask oh, me, hallelujah! Won't you do it? Come on, uh, listen. <laughs> I was like, I saw your um, the picture for your next issue on Instagram. <laughs> I said, look at her. She's gonna be Oprah. She's gonna be on the cover of every magazine, and I'm here for it. I love yes. it. So, yes. with all your knowledge and being a lifetime advocate, and you, I mean, you said you wrote books, you did plays. There were so many different outlets for you to exercise or use your purpose, which I love because I think too many times that I'm in conversation with women about purpose, they think that it's only going to come out in one way. No. And I, and it, right, it's just not true. There are so many different ways. So it's okay if one way that you're working may not be the best for you. There are other ways you can, you can build it. It's a process, right? And I really appreciate your process. So tell us, so what was your first book? My first book was God Do I Hear Wedding Bells? And it's centered around the, the chronological order of the relationship and marriage. Um, and then from there, I wrote several inspirational books, devotionals, journals, things like that. I, I'm, I believe I'm a visionary. Mm. And so um, with that, you know, you could tell God what you want to do. And then <laughs> he'll say, OK, that, yeah, that sounded good. But <laughs> this is what I want you to do. So um, just by me being obedient to the spirit and, and you know, taking heed to his word. And just staying consistent in the process because that's where a lot of us fall off. At. Mm -hmm. you know, we have these big ideas, and then the first time it doesn't go right, the first mistake, or we want perfection. And so, me just constantly doing his work and sharing my testimony mm. opened up so many other doors of opportunities for me because I, I never went to school for writing, I never went to school for public speaking. I never went to school for film and theater, but yet by his grace and mercy, literally, I have been positioned to be in all of those rooms and to create the kind of content that I create. I have not asked anybody for any favors. You know, I, I haven't pitched, you know, brands to do those things. I literally obeyed God's voice and activated my faith and, and set out, you know, to produce those communications to people. I hope you I hope you're hearing this guys. She said she obeyed God and activated her faith. All right. Those are the two things that you need to do. And listen, 
it's always great when we have a beautiful idea and God's just looking at us on the side like, mm-hmm, that's cute, but wait till you see what I got yes. going on for you. But if yes. you are obedient and you activate your faith, all things are possible. But something else you said, you started to talk about being consistent. So mm-hmm. I, want, I want you to school us for a second on the importance of consistency in what you're doing. I think it's, as far as for me being a storyteller um, and, and building brand awareness, you have to be consistent. Even look at the example of Starbucks. Um, if the owner of Starbucks catches a cold, you still get to go for, buy your $5 latte. And so, you know, you don't shut down just because life happened. You don't shut down because, you know, something traumatic is going on. Yes, you can take your break. You can do your mental health days. But you can't totally shut down for days and weeks and then expect greatness or expect, you know, you to have a prosperous season in your life. And so for me, consistency is just showing up every day, showing up when I don't want to, showing up when I don't feel like doing it, (laughs) showing up when I don't feel my best or, you know, I'm not the most creative in this moment when I have writer's block. It's just constantly showing up because, again, people are always watching you. And especially when you know people look up to you. And so I know I have an audience. I know I have a silent audience. They'll never like anything of mine. They'll never tell me that they read it or, you know, unless I see you physically at my plays or something, you know, I I don't know. But yet I look at the numbers, I look at the stats and I see you out there. And so if I take off, it's like I'm taking off from my calling and that affects me personally. And then what message am I sending as a leader, as a visionary to not be consistent? Because as with everything, it starts with the head. So if I'm a leader and in leadership positions and some of us have these titles, but we're not willing to do the work. Mm. And that's a whole nother topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> mm-hmm. Me being consistent is, is of the utmost important. Um, mm-hmm. Anything else is extra I do what I have to do first to remain consistent. And then, you know, I prioritize my day, my week, my months after that. Okay, girl, you preaching. Because <laughs> listen, I know that consistency, it, it's just a general struggle that people have. We get excited. It's great. We do it for a while. And then all of a sudden, one day, we don't feel like it. And that one day turns into two and turns into three. Next thing you know, it's been six months and you still have it felt like it. And I do felt like it in inverted commas because it's not about what you feel like. Mm -hmm. I remember reading a book and it was, I think I had just launched my podcast and I went to the airport. So I launched on a Tuesday and I went to the airport on a Saturday and there was a book there called how to start a podcast. And I said, Oh, this is, this is on time. So I just picked up the book. (laughs) And one of the first things the lady said was that if you make it past 10 episodes, you're doing great. Cause most people start something and they can't make it past the first 10 episodes or the first 10 weeks of doing it, they Mm -hmm. fall off. And that is so true when it comes to, I mean, it's true now I see that when it comes to podcasting, but also when it comes to blogging, when it comes to, um, doing your workouts, really, your health, yeah. your health goals or any goals, we kind of get this burst of excitement and fall off. But mm-hmm. like you said, we can't take off from our calling. And because there are always people 
looking up to us, even when we don't know they're watching us, we have to be consistent. And that is for any of you ladies who are listening, be consistent. I know personally, I, I used to use the excuse I'm waiting on the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. That would be my excuse <laughs> for not doing what I'm supposed to do. So in a season, I was supposed to be sharing a message every day, every week. And I was just like, well, I don't know what to say. I'm not feeling it. Um, when the Lord talks to me, I'll say something. Mm-hmm. And then one day it was like the Lord just took the Bible and hit me upside my head and said, didn't <laughs> I give you a whole book to speak about? Yes. And I was just like, okay, sir, <laughs> you have to read me like that. All right. Okay. But it's true. A lot of the things that we feel like we're, we're waiting on is just an excuse that we're hiding behind. Mm-hmm. And your consistency has showed up, right, in yeah. what you do. Because guaranteed, there is always a new blog post on her website. <laughs> I will all, there is always a new blog post. I don't, listen, you guys, you have to go subscribe to her blog, honestly. Um, go and subscribe to her blog so that you can go and look. But there's always, I, I've never seen a time where I haven't seen a new, uh, a new article. And it's just like, oh, so she's consistent and it makes you think she dreams words, but like you said, it's her calling. So they just probably come out naturally. <laughs> and so. it's something that you, you find yourself consistent about something you're passionate about. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if it's something that like such as a health issue and you need to become you mm-hmm. know, consistent in that in, in a workout or meal prep plan, things like mm-hmm. that, then you have to find what excites you about doing it in order to become consistent because let me tell you mm. in the beginning in the beginning <laughs> not in genesis in the beginning in the beginning of blogging felicia would blog like once a month like and then i'll stop and then three months later and so last year i really looked at blogging i looked at the overall benefits i saw how mass media is really honing in on bloggers. And I know us bloggers think, oh, this is an oversaturated, you know, industry. I'll never make it or it's going to take me too long to make it. And, you know, things like that. Blogs are now like your resume. I tell people that all the time. Mm. It is if second to social media, when you're looking for opportunities and when you're looking to partner with people or brands or whoever, they come to your website. Mm-hmm. They that's that's what they look at. Once they after they scroll through your timeline, then they come to your website. And based on the content that you have on your website, which is important, those open up doors for opportunities. And so for me, if I have a blog of saying I'm a lifestyle blogger, but my last blog was October 2018. <laughs> No, ma'am. So, <laughs> no. You know, I had to find a way to sit down and plan content out well advance, in advance, um, booking photo shoots. And because, again, I'm a storyteller. And so for me, blogging is really about informing my audience and informing my readers, having a great time. Um, I'm not there to use big words. You know, it's going to be like we're talking face to face. And my pictures, um, they're always going to be telling a story. And so, you know, I put all of my creative ways because un- unfortunately God gave me many. And <laughs> <laughs> that's a blessing and a curse sometimes when he blesses you with so many gifts and talents. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you do so to, many things. You, I just found a way to center all of that. And yeah. that was through my blogs. And so it, it, 
I don't get paid for blogging. Um, I monetize from it, but there's no, you know, company that has acquired me yet. I'm speaking that into existence. In the name of Jesus. (laughs) I just, I love writing and I love sharing information. And that's what helps keep me consistent. I love that. And when you're passionate about something, you tend to, you, you really do tend to be more consistent. And those are the things. And if you're wondering like about purpose and passion and things of that nature. Those are really the things you guys that when you start doing it, you can lose track of time because you're so excited about what you do. And that's how I feel when I'm doing my podcast and when I'm life coaching and when I'm doing things for my business, it'll be six o'clock after work one evening evening. And the next thing I knew it's like two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, Oh goodness. I need to go to sleep, but that is my passion. And it's also me using my purpose. I get excited. But another thing I want to pull from what you said, Felicia, is to any of my purpose chasers who are business owners, when you are entrepreneurs, no matter what type of business you run, a page that specifically designated to blog post is always helpful because people want to know. They kind of want to test you out for free before they buy. And that's what a blog does. It allows you to share information and allow people to get to know you a bit to see if they want to work with you. So whether you are doing a bath and like body products, you can always talk about your product in your blog and how it helps you with, I don't know, sleeping or eczema. Or if you are a, a designer. You can talk about what's new in design and the colors that help. But there are so many different ways you can utilize blogs. And I, and I find it really, I kind of find it funny that when I would reference my blog when I started blogging yet last year, people just didn't know what that was. And I'm like, how do you not know what this is <laughs> in this day and age? Yes. And it was just like, a what? On your what? And I'm like, mm-hmm. on my website. And they kind of could, like, they could understand that <laughs> better. Yes. But um consistency guys consistency is key and i love that you planned out what you were going to do way before because that that allowed you to be more consistent because you know what you had to get done right right and it's kind of like it's setting goals really you know what what is the goal that you want to do in anything for me it was i wanted to be more intentional about blogging i don't want to mm. just you know post about oh i went to the coffee shop and here's my recap you know, as a lifestyle blogger, we get kind of boxed into, oh, it's about me, 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 me. But me, 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 me is approaching 40. And so there's going to be some new health risks that, you know, I may be looking at. I'm not speaking over that, but, you know, I'm, I need to educate myself. I have some, you know, family histories of cancers and things like that. And so I now have, you know, wellness on the blog where I talk about, the topics that nobody wants to talk about. Yeah, we, mm. you know, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and you know, we talk about that in the mainstream media, but we don't talk about ectopic pregnancies, and we don't talk about the things you go through spiritually for mm-hmm. health and wellness, and and those type of things. So, you know, just adding more content to the blog that's more than about my life, and it again is it's informative. It helps you you know, understand relationships, if you yeah. dating, if you know, whatever, you know, life is, I have created a platform where you can come, you can visit, we can talk, we can hang out, we can live chat, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> because sometimes we spend our, our most time online. And so why not have a 
platform where somebody can come to every day for knowledge. Somebody can come to every day for inspiration. And somebody can come to every day if they feel like their relationship isn't going how they want it and they just need a little advice. And so in order to have that, I had to have a goal in mind of what I wanted. And then I had to work backwards. I couldn't vision this great platform, but then didn't do the behind the scenes work. Mm -hmm. You know, the behind the scenes work is writing. In order to have that, you have to write. (laughs) So you have to write, you know, daily uh, or do bulk writing or batch writing on one day. You know, you have to do the work in order for your vision to come to pass. It's not just going to fall out the sky and you're going to go viral the first time. Unless Oprah calls you on her couch. But, you know, at first you're going to have that small audience and you just nurture them and and talk to them. Listen, that is so, so, so true. And it was like you were in the middle of our conversation um, earlier this week where we are talking about reverse engineering goals from your vision. So you start with your your big vision and you work your way backwards until you have micro goals that you can achieve instead of having a big idea, a big vision, and then all of a sudden you don't know what to do to get there. You have to work on the daily steps. You have to be consistent. And Ladies, if you're listening, I just want you to know the type of articles that are on Felicia's blog. So on her front page, listen to these three that I want you guys to check out, okay? So it's Finding Your Inner Peace. That is one article. Another one is Want to oppress, uh, Impress a Man While Dating. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that Listen, that one looked good. That's and so then... Fun. And then lifestyle changes to help you stay healthy and fit. And I know we're always trying to make sure that we're healthy and fit as women. So really go have a look at her blog. It's FeliciaTSimpson.com. And you guys know I'll put all the information on all of the social medias and in the show notes. So next, Felicia, I want to get into Fearless Magazine. Tell us how you decided to go from blogging to producing a physical magazine? Honestly, it was something that I had thought about maybe a year or two ago. And again, being a visionary, you know, you kind of get to see a glimpse of what you want in the future. Mm -hmm. And I'm always trying to do something above, you know, the masses. So right now, um, everybody's, you know, writing books. And back when I was writing books, you know, that was something rare. Now, everywhere you turn around, you can, you know, purchase someone new book, which is awesome and great. And I love it. And please keep writing, you know, please keep sharing stories. And then we've gone into the boom of podcasting. And so that's, you know, something now I'm thinking about adding to the roster. Um, Because even as a blogger, people think I love being in front of the camera. I absolutely hate it. I wish mm-hmm. I could just stay behind the scenes. And so fearless just was that one thing. I said, well, what? Nobody's doing this, you know, mm-hmm. nobody's creating magazines. Um, or we know we have, you know, the big mainstream magazines. And, you know, as, as a creative, I think I can create something like this. And I started looking at um, down to the paper of how magazines are made and how they're bound and I looked at articles and I, in my head, um, it may sound cocky, but it was just, you know, affirming myself. I was like, I could do this. You know, Canva is awesome. I could do this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I went to Essence this year for the first time paying attention. (laughs) um, And I live in New Orleans. So, you know, there's some perks there. 
Um, and so I, I, and it's funny how God works. I wasn't even planning on going into this exhibit for Shea Moisture, the hair company. Um, I was just walking past and they had some pink, pretty balloons hanging out. And I was like, you know, the pink is my color. So I was like, let me go in and see what's going on. And they were having a discussion about a book. Um, and the lady just kept saying fearless. And, you know, she described the meaning and, you know, it's the lack of, you know, fear, which is the basic, but, you know, to people, that's, that's the one thing that holds them back is fear. And so that, that word just stuck in my mind, it stuck in my mind. And even beyond this magazine, this is really fearless. That was the last day that I was at my job and I decided to quit. I hadn't even told them yet. It was just after that experience at Essence, I knew I had to be fearless in my decision making mm. and exit because God was like, I am making room for you and I need you to be in communication with me. And you have this job and you have, you know, all these things going on. And so I need you to be, as you say, that you claiming to be fearless in you know, this magazine, I need you to be there. <laughs> so um, I just, you know, left the job. And then I, as a creative, what we do best, I got to create, you know, mm. I pulled up Canva and I don't have no secret sauce. I use Canva. To that is my secret <laughs> sauce too, girl. <laughs> Canva for a lot of things. And once I saw, um, they had like a, a um, template, template for, for, I'm not sure if it's, it's technically magazine. I have to look that up, but um, I know they have a template that fits the, the size that I need for a magazine. And going back to blogging, looking at the photos I started doing, they people were starting to tell me, oh, you know, this look more editorial now. You know, you don't look like your pictures are just not like, you know, for blogs. It looks more like they ain't come out the magazine. And so I just took all of that feedback and I produced. Um, Fearless Magazine, um, it has been, it sold out twice. I had just ordered 50 copies the first time because I was like, you know, let me test this little market and see. <laughs> but, you know, it was overwhelmingly supported and it's seasonal. I uh, produce a magazine now every, you know, winter, spring, summer, fall. Um, and that comes from my hometown, Chicago. We get all the four seasons, whereas... New Orleans, you get summer, 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 a day of fall, and then back to summer. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a storyteller. So everything that relates to me, it's, it, you know, it's going to tell a story. So yeah. that's how Fearless actually came about. Oh, I love the story. And you quit your job. Yes. Pray for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, was that even in your mind? Was that like something that you thought, oh, one day? I'll go into full-time uh, entrepreneurship and quit my job? Or did, had you not even think about, oh, you thought about it, it, it before? It was, it, it was a thought in the mind. It wasn't a thought that I actually paid attention to. Mm. And I loved my job. I was actually working in a domestic violence shelter. So, um, you know, it wasn't like, oh, people were working my nerves and I quit. It was just, I had to heed to the voice of God. And God mm. was, if I look at the situation, um, you know, he was positioning me out. And so 
I went to Essence Friday and was like, hey, see y'all Monday, I'm going to Essence. And then I didn't return. I <laughs> for work. So <laughs> I can laugh at it now, but th- th- that Monday, uh, my job panicked because, you know, I was a great employee. And so they hadn't heard from me. And, you know, I was just taking some time really to be like, okay, is this really you got now? You know, if I walk out, this is it. You know, I need you to perform like no other. I need all the rams in the bushes. And so he said, yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want nobody to think writing is, you know, the, the highest paying. Again, you know, we, we have to build ourselves up. So a lot of the things that I do right now, I, I don't get paid for. It's, mm-hmm. it's to build that awareness. And I know, you know, he didn't call me to this season to leave me dry. You know, life happens. My car broke down. You know, just... Everything still goes on and like whether you're still having your job, quit your job, you know, you still have to deal with life. So I have children. Um, I don't think most people, that's probably should have been the fun thing I said. Most people uh, <laughs> rarely think that I have children, but I do. And, um, you know, I still have to, you know, deal with them and, you know, be a mom to them. And so this is just the season. I thought about it. Christmas is coming up. and. I can now go home to Chicago and stay for a month as opposed to, you know, asking my employer, can I have mm-hmm. a week off to go home? You know, yeah. things like that. So I, I look at the good and the bad. The bad is the cash flow hasn't came in consistently yet. <laughs> but, you know, the great thing is always the freedom of time. I get to now pick and choose, you yeah. know, how I want to spend my time every day. Yeah. And the, see, I mean, Ladies, when God when God calls you to do something, he'll give you the grace for it. He will mm-hmm. provide. He is not a type of God that's going to leave you high and dry and you're out here struggling. That's not what he <laughs> called you to. He's like, I called you out of this job. You may not see the fullness of what I'm going to do right away, but the fact that you trust in me and you believed in me and you're waiting on me, I provide. And that's what I love about God. So I know for a fact, some of you listeners are contemplating at this very moment about whether you should stay in full-time employment or move into uh, your businesses full-time. But the first thing I want to say to you is make sure it's God. Yeah. Yeah. Or else you're digging your own hole. You're going to be broke. Make sure it's God calling you out of that position. Don't be too hasty with it, right? Don't think because you have this great idea that God's telling you to leave now unless he actually says it. He may be saying, you know, stay at your job for another two years and then you leave. But whatever he's saying, you got to seek him to find out so that when it's time to make that move, you can be fearless about it, Mm -hmm. right? You can break through any mental barrier or any negativity talk that chatter that your friends and family might say about you wanting to leave your job. You could break through that when you know God told you because like nobody can come behind you and say anything when you know that you know that God told you. You're just like, well, that's your business. God right. told me I'm just going to do it. So what advice do you have for us on becoming fearless? Well, to me, I think you just answered it. Um, when you when you mentioned the mental um, the mental capacity that you know being fearless, listening to what other people say, and you know making sure that you're hearing from God and you know following His orders because our families they mean well. It's not that they don't want to support you. It's not that 
they don't believe in you. But a lot of the people that we listen to for advice, they're from an older generation. And mm-hmm. so entrepreneurship is our generation. You know, it's yeah. it was a rare thing that you saw the mom and pop grocery stores in our neighborhoods or, you know, in our upbringings. And so that's not their first logical mm-hmm. answer for you. And so you're constantly trying to go against a, a, the grain. a, a grain. It's like being a hamster on the wheel. You're constantly trying to explain something to someone who mm-hmm. simply is not able to understand the full capacity of what you're trying to do. And so I have been talked out of, or, you know, attempted to be talked out of moving to New Orleans. You know, it was like, oh, why don't you wait two weeks? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I've been bashed about talking about domestic violence. You know, I wouldn't talk about my personal, but that's too personal. You know, and Mm -hmm. you just got to let the naysayers talk because that's their job. Um, Some of them is just, that's what they do. And then some of them, it's just out of love for you. They don't want to see you hurt or get hurt or, you know, see you talk about something and then it backfires on you and things like that. But when you're fearless, mm-hmm. all of that is, it's, it's null and void. It's, you know, you know the journey that God has called you to be. And sometimes God calls you to these journeys to get you out of the comfort zone. Mm-hmm. He had to get Moses out of there <laughs> for <laughs> him to get us to this promised land. You know, he had to call out amongst a lot of people in order to get them to their breakthrough and to get them, you know, to see on a different level. And so as long as you stay in your comfort zones, you cannot be fearless because you're comfortable. And being fearless is about being okay with your decision. I quit my job. I didn't have a savings. I probably just had a half a tank of gas in my car. Like there was no grand plan for this. But I said, I know with this decision, I confirm it by God's grace that he will provide for me, even if I have to go back to work, even if, you know, I might can't drive for a week because the brakes went out. Even if that first article I submit to Oprah Magazine and get declined and then it doesn't, you know, get published until the 50th attempt, whatever it is, he is going to make it work out for my good. So I just have to keep reminding myself and that's a part of entrepreneurship full-time that people don't really talk about in the beginning stages i have become this emotional person and i was Mm. like okay god where where i never cried like this before (laughs) i'm I'm, you know i i call myself you know i'm the little thug of yours that you created you know I'm, (laughs) i'm hardcore like where's these tears coming from and that's the power of him breaking me down yeah. and humbling me. And so people don't talk about that. They think, oh, flying and, and you know, posting for the gram. Entrepreneurship is great, but they don't talk about those intimate moments mm-hmm. that he had with you. And he knows right now, if I did have consistent cash flow, I would be somewhere in Paris. I probably wouldn't even be doing half the things he told Listen. me to do when I quit. And so right now it is a struggle bus, but I just always keep my head above and I keep looking at the direction I've created so much. It hasn't always been great. Like I said earlier, um, I've created some purple. I tell the story all the time. I created some purple body scrub. Mm -hmm. Girl, that is not my ministry. (laughs) That is not my, and I was like, Oh, this is going to, you know, represent domestic violence and, Women are just going to buy it. 
Shout out to all y'all in the bath and body industry because <laughs> no ma'am. Okay? No ma'am. But again, I wouldn't know that if I wasn't fearless yes. enough to, to do try. It. Yeah. And 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 say that, okay, that don't work. Let me let me stay on my lane of writing. Um, so that's that's really to me what fearless means. It's just just making that conscious decision to do it regardless of what you see and what other people say. Uh, I love that. I love that. And I lo- and thank you for being so transparent with us when it comes to entrepreneurship, because I know people on the ground everywhere just painting that they own a plane flying all over the place mm-hmm. and they're working from the beach one day and the next day they're at the top of the penthouse in the city. But that's not always how it is. And it's a process. And there's one thing that I've learned about being a Christian entrepreneur and being a business coach to Christian entrepreneurs is that our journey is not going to look like what they tell us to, it's supposed to look like because God is going to tell you go left when mm-hmm. a mainstream is telling you that's not the right thing to do. They're telling you, you need to go right. You need to post and you need to do this. And you need to do that. You need to do this. And God's just telling you, be still. And you're just like, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that be. St- I don't know how. Like, I listen. <laughs> and that but, is mental. That is a mental transition that you have to go through because the things that you say that you want, it's kind of like he'll test you in the opposite. If yeah. you say you want to travel, he'll test you on can you be still. Listen. If you say, you know, you want to write a book, he'll test you to see if you could be consistent writing a blog post. So mm-hmm. the test always reflect what the end goal will be mm-hmm. to get to that testimony. But a lot of us, we just want to we want to skip right past and get to the testimony. We want to shout hallelujah, but we forget about those trying times. Yeah. We forget about them 40 years that they spent in the wilderness. We Listen. can't spend four minutes, let alone for a month 40. building. At God pre- I, I. <laughs> Listen, you can go ahead and preach because it is the absolute truth. And I say this all the time, especially when I'm coaching people, I have to explain to them that, you know, and I think, and my, um, my clients who I coach with, they think this is funny, but I literally have in my contract that this, like our sessions are subject to the move of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So if God says that we do an X today, then I'm sorry, we do an X today. It's not going to look like what I thought when I, when I, you know, when we started, but it's so important because my most profitable month as a business owner was the month that God told me do nothing. Do nothing. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make logical sense to anybody. They're just but like, that yeah. don't make sense. But, but God, God said, mm-hmm. you do nothing and let me work, right? Because there, I feel like there is always going to be an ability gap between what you can do and what God can do. Because if you could do it, then what would the need be? For God, right? He's going to show up and show you who he is. So there's always going to be a gap between what you think is possible or what you can physically do or mentally do to what God can do. Because you have to see the miracle in it. Mm -hmm. You got to acknowledge him. uh I started changing my mindset about, you know, when, when problems do come in my life. I started looking at it like, okay, God, you must really about to do something. Mm-hmm. You about to really do a work in me. <laughs> <laughs> you about to give me that blessing maybe I didn't even ask for. And Listen. so when I shifted how I viewed my problems, that really helped me, again, become fearless about things. Because if a, if my brakes go out on my car, 
I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm about to get something new. Oh, okay, that Jeep I've been wanting. Oh, okay, you, you, you heard my cry. Okay, I, I, I'm here for it. If he like, no, nah, just put some brake fluid in and go about your business. You're not ready for that yet. I'm okay. But again, I haven't, oh, woe is me. My brake's mm-hmm. not out. I haven't spent unnecessary time in those problems. And so yep. if I feel like something is being stripped from me, then I just tell myself, okay, God must have something better. Because if I think this is the best and he, he take care of me. So I know he's about to come through the main line and, and give me better. So I look at it like that. Now I, I stop, you know, all oh, my problems, yeah. everybody has problems. So yep. get in line and, and, you know, you know, just, just, Think differently. And some stuff is just beyond your control. I, I don't manufacture cars. So if a car breaks, that's not my fault. Unless I didn't get the oil changed. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> so some stuff is just beyond your control. And and we'll beat ourselves up and we'll get so down. And uh, we'll see somebody else. Like, my, like I'm going to keep using my car because that's the newest thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my car break down and I'll see somebody get a brand new car. And it's like, oh, okay, well, they, they almost connected to me. My blessing coming. Right. And so I just, you know, learn how to just look at things differently and in a more positive light. Yeah. See, and that, see, I just want to, this is, this is for the ladies listening, right? You see how important we are, how important mindset is. Almost every interview that I've done, <laughs> The ladies I talk to are just like, I had to shift my perspective. I had to change my mindset. So if you just, if you guys need to go back to adjusting your mindset and changing your perspective, um, hi, you can go to episode three, four, mm-hmm. five, six, <laughs> eight. <laughs> we are talking nine, two. We, got, we are talking about mindset. We talk about mindset so often because that is the most important thing. Once your thinking is right, and once your thinking is on God, all things are possible. So, Felicia, I just want to thank you for all the knowledge, all the gems that you dropped today. I have had such an amazing time talking to you, and this has been such an amazing interview. I can't wait for the next issue of Fearless Mag because I missed out on the first one, but this <laughs> next one's not going to pass me by. <laughs> so welcome. Thank you for having me on. Yes, and please tell tell the listeners where they can find you. Give them your social media handles and your website. Everything is Felicia T. Simpson, my government name. Everything. <laughs> I don't have beautiful, you know, I don't have all it's just and and that's a, that's a part of marketing. You want people to easily find you and your mm-hmm. blog. So I just kept it simple. It's Felicia T. Simpson on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, my website is FeliciaTSimpson.com. I'm mostly active on Instagram. That is, that is, I'm that, and I got to work on that too. I wake up turning on Instagram on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm more active on Instagram, but I'm on all platforms every day. So definitely, you know, if you can't find me, then reach out <laughs> and we'll we'll get you to my pages. Yes, you should you definitely will get. So remember, guys, Felicia T. Simpson, the information is in the show notes and it's on the Instagram post that is about uh this episode. So again, Felicia, thank you so much. And for the ladies listening, go check out her blog, order the next issue of Fearless Mag, and 
enjoy. Drink in the wealth of knowledge. I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as we enjoyed talking to you guys. We will be back next week with another episode of the Pray, Plan, Save podcast. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Pray, Plan, Slave podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Pray, Plan, Slave podcast. And as always, if you like the show, subscribe to catch every episode and leave us a review so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. See you next Tuesday for another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slave podcast.